Uppity Negress Podcast is back by popular demand. Find us on all podcast hosting platforms and interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. We appreciate the love and support we get from our many friends and fans. This podcast would not be possible without you. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this episode. Okay, so... This is the first live podcast recording we have had in literally nearly three years. Um, (laughs) And so I got to be honest, we're a little bit nervous, but I have my emotional support Bulbasaur here with me. uh, So I think we'll be okay. Uh, (laughs) uh, So this is, as I said, a live podcast recording. We're going to be talking about a little bit of tea. Uh, just, you know, celebrity gossip from our point of view. But first, we are going to do a little bit of, of catching up since the last episode that we recorded. And then we are going to unpack all of the BS around the Pangea, okay? Because it has been three years now because it was COVID-19 and it is 2022 and we are still in a goddamn pandemic and nigga why um but before that let's do a little bit of catching up on what's been going on with us and our life um Cass do you want to go yeah um let's see we bought a home recently um, which we live in together we're just in different spaces we temporarily shut down the cookout and I'll have Kiki talk about why in a little bit. I also had surgery too, um, which took me down for about six months, but I'm doing much better now these days. Um, And we also got some cool professional ventures going on with each of us separately and together. So I'm moving towards um, following my passion in photography and filmmaking. So that's the journey I'm transitioning to now. And, uh, We still ain't shit, but I'll go ahead and let Kiki talk about the cookout and what she has going on on her end. Yeah, so the cookout. Uh, Originally, we started with a developer. That developer was not great, so we went to a different one, and they made us a bunch of promises when we onboarded that they would have certain features available, allow us to monetize in the way that we need, and they promised that and promised that, and we were with them for, like, what, nearly two years, and they just didn't follow through. And so time came to renew the contract, and we made the decision not to renew just because we didn't feel that this solution could provide what we needed. So I have personally been teaching myself all of the skills needed to develop um, the next version of the cookout. And I have actually kind of sort of been smashing it. I'm just waiting for maybe one or two more features to be finalized and then we'll go ahead and relaunch. I do not have a date on that because I am a singular person doing the team, doing the job of like literally a team of probably thousands of people. Um, So just be patient with us. Um, Y'all know we always follow through on the things that we say we're going to do. So when I say that the cookout will be relaunching, know that that is fat, period, in the end. Um, Other things that are going on, um, as Cassat, we've both been leaning into our individual passions. One of the passions I've always had is art and drawing and children's book writing and illustration. Uh, So that's something that you guys may have noticed that I've been also kind of focusing on as a passion project. Um, Another big deal is we bought a fucking house, um, which is crazy because we walked into a bank and the bank was like, yes, 
these are responsible adults. Um, we should definitely give them assets and allow them to walk out of here owning them. Uh, <laughs> and that's still a wild concept to me. But also, I can't re- believe the fact that somebody lets me be a mother. Like, there's no oversight committee for that. Uh, so each time I come to the next level of like adulting, it's still wild to me. Uh, so that's a little bit about what's been going on with us since we've been busy, busy bees, uh, building our lives, building our businesses, uh, building uh, around our passions. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's what we got going on with us. And I really appreciate y'all tuning in to see what we've been up to. And we really love the opportunity to get back to the podcast and really interact with those who have really been curious about what we've been up to and where we've been. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the podcast content, what you're here for. And so we are talking about the pandemic. It's still going on. And Kiki, you want to go ahead and jump in it first? Okay, so I'm annoyed by the fact that there is still a raging pandemic outside our doors, but people want to act like everything is still normal. Uh, We've been very fortunate because we don't, we have not gotten Rona yet. Um, We're able to keep our child home because we work from home. We're not getting it at all. (laughs) You're right. And our, our child school is very, very serious about safety for the pandemic. Uh, But I just want to go through and let's unpack the reasons that we are still in the middle of a fucking pandemic because I feel like if we understand how and why niggas are being stupid, perhaps niggas can understand why they are being stupid and we can get out of this fucking pandemic. Like, this is not why are we still here. So one of the reasons is that people somehow forgot that mandated vaccines have always been a thing. When you are young and you have to go to school, um, elementary school or preschool, whatever it is, you're mandated to get certain vaccines anyway. And so this is not new. And a lot of people acting like it is, is really partly what's fucking us over. Like if you are an American and you have gone through the public school system and hell, even the private school system, a lot of them, you have had some form of a mandated vaccine that has been given to you, whether it's measles, mumps, rubella, et cetera, so forth and so on. You have gotten a a fucking mandated vaccine. So when I log into this ghetto blue app and I see all these like posts that y'all dummies are making and y'all are like, why is this vaccine mandated? What about my American freedoms as an American? Why are you acting brand new? <laughs> why, why are you acting brand new? And so another part of the issue is that vaccines are generally approved when the benefits outweigh the costs. And we've seen the trajectory of this virus and how it's mutating and it's probably going to mutate again some more. And so even though it's not a cure, it certainly is a treatment or a preventative measure to stop the progression of this virus. But some, for whatever reason, a lot of people have taken it personally and have decided it's against their personal freedoms, have decided that, you know, their body, their choice, fine, just stay the fuck away from me. Like, fine, like, just like with public schools, right? If you are a person and you are against mandated vaccines and you don't want your child to have to be subjected to them, you have the option as an American to not send your child to these institutions where it is mandated. And if you would take that same principle and apply it to yourself and your body, like, I don't want to get the vaccine, so I'm going to stay my bitch ass at home and be a hoe and only infect, you know, 
not infect anybody, not get it, not give the virus a chance to mutate within my body, then that would be great. But no, what y'all fuckers want to do is not get the vaccine, not wear a mask, and then go do the hokey pokey at protests. What is the reason? <laughs> like, what is the reason? I love uh, Talin or Talin. Please let me know if I'm saying that right. But they had a comment. I think it's Talin. Talin. Okay. They see who is hurting the most and are black because many of us are stuck in retail hell. And yeah, that's the a lot of, Yeah. A lot of the people who get stuck in sort of the lower income jobs where you are much more likely to interact directly with the public are BIPOC, Black Indigenous People of Color. I always say BIPOC instead of PLC because, bitch, we need specificity and separativeness. <laughs> so, yeah, we can include them too, but just know, like, Black and Indigenous and then them other people. Um, <laughs> trash. But, yeah, it's it's really, really sad to see. Um, when the pandemic first started and we first moved back to Chicago, we lived in Little Village, which is a historically uh, Mexican neighborhood. And they were one of the hardest hit neighborhoods in the entire city because so many people that lived in that neighborhood were like, you know, retail workers, restaurant bussers, cooks, um, you know, people who do um, the, the dirty work at the hospitals. And that's really, really sad that like... You your choice is to risk getting a potentially deadly virus for, or feed your family and be able to pay bills and save your house. And that's really fucked up. Um, and the government has provided very little support for people. And I think in a lot of ways, the pandemic sort of highlighted all of the ways that the government does not provide for its citizens, unfortunately, because like they gave us what? $2,600 for three years? It was like, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on my next stimulus check and Dang. Biden and them is playing games right now. And, and Joseph over there fucking around about paying off these student loans and he gonna find out because I'm not playing with you, Joseph. Cancel my fucking student loans. You know that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen because Biden is a centrist cosplaying as a progressive uh moving along uh, <laughs> so another reason why we are still in the pandemic is that there's like this push to pretend that things are normal and that the pandemic is over and it's not like it's literally not like we we keep getting these big sort of explosions of infections people are still dying more people have died from COVID-19 than people have died from the Spanish flu of 1919, even with all of our like medical advances, everything we know about epidemiology, everything we know about, you know, how the body fights disease, gains disease, more people are dying from this virus than the Spanish flu epidemic of 1919. So over a hundred years ago, there's another public health crisis with the Spanish flu and something like 600,000 people died. Uh, I believe that is, do not quote me on on that because I researched this like months, months, months ago, might be lying. Uh, but we have definitely surpassed it because when I researched it months ago, we had surpassed it already. And that is just insane to think that with all, when you know better, you're supposed to do better, right? And people are not doing better. And that is very sad first, but also a close fucking second is infuriating. <laughs> fucking infuriating. Because why? Even if you personally think that you will be fine, the chances of you infecting somebody who will not be fine, they're still there. 
why are you okay with potentially murdering someone or killing someone or being the cause of somebody's death? Well, it's part of it we know is selfishness that comes out of the whole individualist idea of being an American. You know, I got to take care of me, get off my lawn, not in my backyard. It's all these things that people have adopted for themselves. And so we've moved away from being such a communal people. Well, I don't even know if Americans ever were, but Black folks, I'm going to speak about us. We've been a communal population, but there are still a sect of us who are not about protecting everybody, just themselves, or not even worrying about everybody. So, But it's funny because if you look at countries that are more communal, they are doing a great job with controlling fucking COVID and its spread. If you Yeah, at- like New Zealand, I think, is one of them. Yeah, New Zealand is one of them. Um, There are several places in Africa. I don't have any specifics right now, and that is horrible of me. But several... (laughs) When I was researching, you know, different African countries and their pandemic response, a lot of them are doing just fine because they are communal fucking cultures where they give a fuck about each other, don't want to kill each other, and do not believe that their personal freedoms or wants and desires and hedonism is tantamount to like possibly killing someone's grandmother um well i mean it also doesn't help that there's been inconsistent data coming out of the cdc which is an entity that a lot of people tend to trust for the general health information um and i have some data points here uh institution kaiser health news reported that they had a tracker that show that 99% of people 65 and older had at least their first vaccination shot, but the CDC started instituting a cap on the groups that are measured for the vaccination. And that has contributed to some of the inconsistencies of the data that we're seeing as well. And that's just not national, but also at the county level. Um, Georgia, Georgia's Chattahoochee County, which is a fun uh-huh. Listen, <laughs> let me, let's, let's just stop real quick and just take in the fact that like Southern cities be having some hilarious ass names sometimes. And you know what? Southern people be having some hilarious ass names sometimes. Cause I was sitting today and I was thinking, I have this friend named Shekinah and every single other person that I know or have ever met named Shekinah has been born out of some Southern Baptist tradition <laughs> where they're just like, let's name our child the most sanctified Negro-ish thing we can find. And then like we come up with Shekinah and like, I love that about us, but also <laughs> It is a hilarious thing about us. But carry on. I'm sorry. So Georgia's Chattahoochee County appears to be the most vaccinated county in the U.S. But here's the inconsistency. The number of vaccinated people is actually four times larger than the population. So there's not quality tracking going on with who's getting vaccinated. And even the CDC's database has been pointed out as being erroneous and collecting data and reporting data. And that's just not with vaccines. That's in general with a lot of things. And, you know, the field that I generally work in is maternal health. A lot of inconsistent data collection there about the number of Black women dying from maternal disparities and morbidities. So this is just an ongoing issue. And truly, it takes a lot of individual or more intentional research on the individual. However, a lot of folks aren't necessarily equipped to do such research on their own and to find out true facts. So when you have folks who are telling you this is the fact, then you end up with folks who are just like, "Mm, I don't think so. So Kiki, I know you wanted to chime in. Yeah. Um, 
I wanted to tell a story from my my real life. So I have this wonderful aunt and she has two daughters. Her daughters are 21 and like 25, right? And they both have children. And one day my auntie called me and she was like, Kiki, my children are stupid. And I need you to explain to them why they need to get the vaccine. And so for like a 30 minute conversation, I sat down with my cousins and I explained to them all the reasons that they need to get this vaccine. And then I listened to their counterpoints and I told them why those counterpoints were stupid. Um, so one of the ones that my cousin told me that I thought was hilarious, she was like, I'm going to do my own research. I just need to research blah, 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 blah. And so I had to explain to her, like, beloved cousin, darling, dear, you do not have the fucking range to understand the research. <laughs> you don't have the range to understand the, the peer review of research. And anything that you consume is going to be somebody else interpreting it that may not be right because they may not also have range. Therefore, the only source that you can count on that will give you the facts in the way that you will understand them is the CDC. And the CDC is telling your dumb ass to get the fucking vaccine. So <laughs> she's like, no, you know, I can free it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, what is an epidemiologist? What do they do? Spell it, pronounce it. How, how do vaccines work? Nothing. You don't understand these base things about how this shit works. You are not going to be successful in researching for yourself because again you don't have the fucking range you just don't and that's okay because not everybody does not everybody knows that that information not everybody knows how to interpret it and so what you should get better at is information literacy to know when you are taking in something that is right is that my cat in the background acting up <laughs> um yeah, so that's what it is. And so ultimately, my cousins decided to stop being stupid and get the fucking vaccine and thank baby Jesus for that. But like, if you are out there, I want you to know that you also probably are too dumb to do your own research, okay? And you should probably listen to the CDC because even though they might have a mishap every now and again or, you know, put something out and take it back, ultimately they are the foremost experts on public health decision and what is better for the greater good, okay? Uh, let's take a break and address some of these comments, honey, because there's some fire in these comments. So... Colin said, uh, American society is predatory and exploitative at its core and has made that predatory behavior a social norm. They don't know how to work in community at all. Talon also said that she believes that COVID is a form of a purge. And I have to, you know, on some level agree with that. Like the people who are most infected are the people who are going to be living um, in very close contact with a variety of other people. Uh, POC, BIPOC, tend to live intergenerationally um, or or have closer family bonds than, you know, white Americans who might just have like their nuclear family. And then they see maybe their larger family on holidays or when grandmama dies. Um, and so, yeah, um, if you wanted to look for like at a social sort of thing, like the people who are most affected, people who are dying the most are BIPOC. And now we're getting to a point where like, you can't even count on being young to be a protection layer for you. And so if you are out there and you think that there is 5G in the fucking vaccine. Not 5G. <laughs> remember, remember at the beginning of the pandemic and niggas was saying 5G is where yeah. COVID came from. And that was a thing people believed and it made sense to them. Yeah, the fact that, you know, the COVID vaccine is tracking niggas. If the government could track you anywhere, anytime, you don't need a vaccine to do that. There's a city in the South called Sugar Tit. 
And I think I just found like my spiritual hometown. (laughs) Oh, the people who thought having melanin was going to save us from COVID. I got to admit at first when all of the stuff about COVID was first coming out and it was just mostly uh, white folks in nursing homes. I'm like, okay, clearing out the boomers. Um, (laughs) And that's, that's problematic. Don't be like me. Um, but yeah, I was definitely one of those. And then who was it that came through and broke the streak? Was it Charles Barkley? Probably. I forgot like the first public. And then what's his name died from it? Um, Herman Cain. And I was like, oh, so maybe it's just those of the rodent variety. If you get what I mean. Okay. Rodents. Um, with the black marks around their eyes. Um, maybe it's just them. And then like real niggas started getting, and I was like, oh, well, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I guess we've said all we can say about COVID, you know, it's, it's going to be with us for quite a long time. So please get vaxxed. Please get your boosters. We believe in that. If you don't stay away from us. Um, <laughs> you, your kids, your grandmama, all of them. We we all want no parts of you and what you got going on over there. You are not very smart and I don't respect you. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all do miss the, you know, our normal, whatever that was for you. We do miss it on some level. Like I've been uh, saying to Kiki, you know, I miss just going out dancing, maybe going out to a bar every now and again, but it's not Yo. worth it. COVID is like the ultimate test of the strength of your bonds, right? Because if you want to see how much you truly love somebody, (laughs) you lock yourself up in the house with them for three years. (laughs) and I'm very glad to say that me and Cass are very strong but baby if you are out there and you are struggling I get it because it takes a lot of work you gotta have like top-notch communication skills all of that baby yeah definitely I think it's made us stronger as a couple for a lot of folks who stayed at home with their SOs significant others and hopefully you enjoyed it you know if you didn't sucks to you to be you um no 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 it doesn't suck because you know a lot of times COVID has bought clarity to people like this is not the person it's not the person for me and that's okay too like if walking away from a relationship that ain't the one is also when we end through that is true that is true so you know hopefully it gave you the clarity that you needed and also please protect yourselves stay healthy Take care of your loved ones, all of that. Get boosted, get vaxxed, you know. All right. And now we can move into the fun part of the show. Let's get a little messy, a little sloppy. Sloppy. A little dirty. Um, (laughs) Talk about about some tea, some some little gossip. Um, (laughs) All right. First bit of tea. Um. I don't know if y'all have heard, read, seen, sniffed. Not <laughs> Let's pause. Pause. How they gonna sniff it, baby? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, the man that y'all love to hate, <laughs> which I, I, you know, it's justified. Hate him. 
please do. He requested the removal of a bridge so that he can sail his big ass yacht. Now, I don't know anybody who's just gonna be like, okay, let's tear down a historical landmark for our city to let this man pass his yacht through. But um, apparently they're thinking about it. Let me actually pull up the city that is doing this. It is in London, by the way. And they received notice from Jeff Bezos who requested to have a permit so that they can tear either all or part of this bridge up just for his yacht. And so, Kiki, you look like you got something you want to say. Baby, niggas are so lucky that people like me don't get elected to public positions because the way that I will type up the words, boy, fuck you, and put it on official letterhead and send it to his ass. (laughs) No. So the city is uh, Rotterdam. Rotterdam? I I don't know. Rotterdam. 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 So yes, they are considering a request to dismantle part of a historical bridge to allow a yacht owned by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos to leave the shipyard. So... I don't know what no, it's, I, it's I don't that. feel like there's nothing you can do with that besides sigh and be like, shmoney. Shmoney yeah. opens all doors and apparently lifts a few bridges. Amen. Um, I just wish we didn't depend on Amazon so much for all of our needs, you know, because the way Bezos is out here just being reckless, not okay. Yeah, Amazon really got me in a chokehold. I can't lie. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm some ideological purist when it comes to Amazon, because I'm definitely not. Uh, Amazon, like, delivers my groceries, has everything that I need. It is a very, like, useful, great thing, especially if you're like us and you kind of sort of live in a food desert, being able to get fresh food delivered right to your door. And they also take EBT, and they're one of the only people who take EBT for online delivery. And so it is a really useful thing for families to have access to. So I'm not going to shame you if you still use Amazon, because I still use Amazon. But I am going to shame you if you out here pretending Jeff Bezos is a good person, because He's not. Um, next T. <laughs> Cardi B. Uh, cardigan backyardigan. Uh, sued, <laughs> <laughs> sued Tasha K, who is a YouTube blogger, for printing lies about her relating to being a sex worker and having STDs. And Cardi B won a settlement of like millions of dollars, which yeah. that is a big deal. Cardi B suing Tasha K and winning. I think that this is a really big deal. Because there are so many of these like little internet publications, bloggers, people who just pop up and they get clicks, views, likes, dollars from lying about people. And that's not fucking okay. And they think that they stand like in contrast to or in differentiation from journalists, which journalists have to make sure that anything that they print is true. Like the truest of true. They have to have receipts. And if you are a person and you're out here just printing lies about people, even if it's a person like Cardi B, who I'm not necessarily a fan of, that's wrong. That's unethical. That's bullshit. Do better. And I hope that this case leads to a reckoning across the entire industry of these fucked up bloggers printing lies about people and you know they ultimately stopped doing it i ain't got nothing to say about that you know i think that's really dope though like sis got her coin for some is it slander i think Uh, i think it's libel Libel? okay yeah all right so all right next t pete davidson 
Why do people keep making me look at him? Why do people keep making me look at Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson is not interesting. He's not funny and he's not cute. He looks dirty. He looks like when SpongeBob had the suds. Why do y'all keep making me look at him? I get that he's maybe kind of sort of fucking Kim Kardashian right now, but let me tell you a secret. Don't give a fuck about her either. Why am I being forced to look at Pete Davidson? At least Kim is kind of nice to look at. I'm over it. Like, I'm just ready for him to go away for 15 minutes to, you know, fly by and live its life. I I lovingly release it. I want to fold it in half three times and release (laughs) it like Marie Kondo taught us. Like, I'm I'm over it. Next tea. (laughs) Speaking of Kim, Calabasas Kanye (laughs) purchased (laughs) a home across from Kim, which that's really weird. Fucking weird, first of all. Move on with your life. Secondly... I I don't know the full story behind this. You probably have more insight than I do, but he was uninvited allegedly to his daughter's birthday party and then just showed up. (laughs) And so, yeah, go ahead. And then he went on a whole podcast claiming that he wants his wife back, even though he has a whole girlfriend. Like the man is fucking mental. He's fucking mental. And every time Calabasas Kanye pops up, it just really makes me miss Chicago Kanye. Y'all remember Chicago Kanye? Chicago Kanye, who's Jesus Walks Kanye. Y'all remember that nigga? Who is this nigga now? I don't know that girl. Like he, a lot of people like to say that if Donda was here, that he would not be crazy. But I don't know about that. I think that Kanye is one of those niggas who's just waiting for a little bit of shmoney to be exactly the person he was because this is the person he always wanted to be some crazy ass nigga with a lot of money and you know what maybe he's entitled to that but i ain't gotta like it i ain't gotta support it (laughs) and i don't the nigga been telling on himself through his music for a long time so yeah we can't really be surprised that this is who he is and a lot of people like to pretend that his head assery is some form of artistic genius which I don't um, get but you know that's a common thing in like artist communities and a lot of like unhealed unaddressed mental health issues because they believe that it'll affect their creativity uh which is a really sad thing and if you're a person and you make your money strictly off of your creativity like a Kanye um it can be really hard to get well with that being your your dominating thought um but at the same time like mental illness doesn't always create sort of psychosis doesn't always create a whole new personality what it does is it takes away those sort of social restrictions so that you are comfortable being that person out loud um and that is where the problem comes from it's taking away those sort of barriers to releasing uh, a sort of unbridled version of yourself that knows no social shame no common sense no you know human courtesy who doesn't know not to stalk your wife and if you pay attention to Kanye's antics you'll find that a lot of them happen right before the release of an album or right during the development of an album I didn't pay attention to him that much to notice that I'm always peeping stuff that's why my eyes so big (laughs) (laughs) Uh, next T so dare y'all niggas remember dare what does it stand for I I used to think it stood for drugs are really evil but (laughs) dare let, let me let me look up real quick like what dare. Drugs. I think it's like drugs and something drug abuse resistance education oh um but yeah so dare which was founded by Nancy Reagan uh 
Throatagus Gotagus, if you ain't heard, um, they put out a statement that they are against the show Euphoria because it glorifies drug use. And I think that that is fucking hilarious. Do you know why that's fucking hilarious, Cass? Tell the people why it's fucking hilarious. That is fucking (laughs) hilarious because while Nancy Reagan was fucking putting together D.A.R.E. and trying to prevent drugs, her husband Ronnie was pushing them into the fucking hood and starting the war on drugs. So, bitch, while you were doing all this, being throat goat, you were also being a trap queen because your husband was the number one drug dealer. Hello. So, for somebody, uh, a place that has a history like that, to come and be like, yo... I condemn this show. The show, which isn't even for children anyway. Yeah, if you have your kids watching Euphoria, you are a problem parent and you should probably go unpack why. (laughs) Like, child, like that show is not for kids. Not every show on TV needs to be for kids. Not every show that is ever streamed needs to be for kids. Fuck them kids. (laughs) Adults consume entertainment too. And it is your job as a fucking parent to make sure that your children are not consuming things that are inappropriate, right? Because we do this every time somebody comes out with something sexual or like wrong or bad. Like when when WAP came out and there was this moral panic about it, but like my child doesn't know what a fucking Cardi B is. She's never seen a Megan Thee Stallion. You want to know why? Because I parent. I control the media my child consumes. I make sure that the media my child consumes is appropriate for her. Then rather because that's what parents should do it is not the job of of a network that is not even on network tv this is a cable channel and the show is explicitly said for adults so how is it doing anything to kids unless people are just being bad parents the idea that something doesn't have the right to exist because it might be against your own personal morals or values is such bullshit who the fuck are you? What gives you the right to be the arbiter of what the fuck is appropriate for everybody or what is true and what is right? You don't have it. You don't. Shut the fuck up. I will say, though, Euphoria is a great show for those who are of age and able to watch it. It is very interesting. I think we're on like episode eight of season one and it is just mess, drugs and weird white penises that we are forced to look at. So <laughs> still a good show. <laughs> okay. So little Mama... Just like her evil twin brother, Boward Woward. Whenever Little Mama or Bow Wow are in headlines, I just know deep down in my heart on a spiritual yeah. cellular level, it's about to be some dumb shit. They are never in the news for something like great and positive. It's always they said some dumb shit did some dumb shit and like I just don't understand for the life of me how these two people who look so similarly alike could be (laughs) cursed with such consistently corny ass energy um so little mama went on the internet and made a post and she's like it's so many black women been over on social media you would think that shit was a mass mandate i get it you grown but every day though what day are you classy just hanging out with the family actually working out shit is embarrassing my thing is why the fuck do you care though why what day are you in the news for anything besides being a corny hating ass bitch never never why can't you be in the news like little mama released a new song and it's dope no None of that. Lil Mama has done something literally relevant to the entire world, has contributed something to society besides lip gloss. No, none of that. Just Lil Mama is being a corny, hating ass bitch with crunchy panties energy who wants other women to cover up because she's insecure as fuck. 
Did you just say crunchy panties energy? Yes, crunchy <laughs> panties energy. Like anybody who does that sort of thing, like if that is not you, if you are empowered by being covered up, by going to the gym and like baggy pants and a sweatshirt, sis, live. Great. Awesome. Beautiful. Where you fuck up is pretending that there is something wrong if a woman is not empowered by that. Some bitches are empowered by being naked like me i would love to be naked everywhere fuck a clothes like and that's okay too like every woman has their own sort of sense of what is okay for them and that should be allowed that should be okay that should be encouraged because that is what freedom of choice means is that every person has the right to choose what is right for them and just because it is covid related then it's not right Of course, there are limits, but something as simple as what you wear on your body that you paid for, that nobody else bought for you, that nobody else has control over. Yeah. Why are you this invested that you need to make a fucking statement? And if you are out there and you are putting your ass on the Internet, thank you. Because um, some of y'all have some really nice asses that I very thoroughly enjoy looking at. So from the bottom of my heart, from the Ubby Nitty Negris podcast team. We thank you for all of the hard work for, for busting your ass. Ah, yes. ah, you, yeah. you, you see? You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. Speaking and of it, busting asses, <laughs> the green M&M. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, they gave sis a whole new makeover. Which, a make under. Make under, yes. Which it wasn't really necessary though. Like, like who was looking at M&M's like, oh my God, these are not nearly as inclusive as I want to be. And first of all, the, the lady M&M's were already inclusive because they were clearly a lesbian couple. Yeah. And so I don't know what to say about that other than why, why the fuck are we, do we give energy or priority to fictional caricatures? <laughs> Baby, this is the most dumbest thing I've ever read because, again, why does candy need to be fucking inclusive? It is it is candy. It is all included in my mouth. And you know they did the same thing to um I think Minnie Mouse got a new makeover and they Yeah, they Stella McCartney gave sis a nice pantsuit with you know it's purple with the black polka dots. It was not yeah. personally my style. I thought it was a little bit ugly. I feel like yeah, I could have done better. It was not a good color combo. Yeah, but I mean sis wants if sis wants to wear a pantsuit, I mean Minnie Mouse is a busy bitch. She owns a business selling bows, okay, Minnie's boutique. Every now and again, the bitch has to go to a boardroom. Of course, she owns a pantsuit. Why would she not? And she making big money from her bow, so of course it's a designer. Why do y'all? Why are y'all in this business again? Trying to trying to fucking control what women wear. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Talon says that the pantsuit was ugly mm. as hell. When it looked like something Hillary would think was cool. Yeah. I can't unsee Hillary Clinton in that suit now, sis. <laughs> that is not the visual imagery I wanted today. <laughs> oh, God. But yes, it was ugly as fuck. Um, zero out of 10 would not recommend. 
next. Moving on. Um, spicy condoms in your streets near you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Drake. So it came out that uh, somebody, I don't know if they still remain anonymous. I think they do. Uh, they went ahead and publicly claimed that Drake was putting hot sauce in condoms as to kill the sperm. Um, first of all, get a vasectomy. I feel like that's the easy route if you just don't want sperm out here. But here's the thing. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad. I'm not, not mad, mad about at the hot sauce in the condom. I'm I'm not mad about it because Lord. <laughs> one, step one, he had safe sex. He was being responsible, right? Round of applause for that. Good for you, sir. Two, he knew maybe possibly this bitch was going to be an opportunistic ass bitch. He already, you know, got caught once, had Adonis. He like, you motherfuckers ain't catching me again. And so he took another preventative measure to prevent bitch. birth or bitch. conception in this case. And I'm not mad about that either because for all the talk that we say about like men not being reproductively responsible, this is him being reproductively responsible. He did not want another child, especially by this woman. He took steps to prevent that. He protected his seed. And I think that that's fucking admirable. I think more men should do nah. that. If you are out here and you generally believe that women are out to get you and your sperm and have these babies by you, protect your seat. I'm not mad about it. Protect your seat, nigga. Not the season sperm. Get a fucking vasectomy. Like, no, because he might want children down the line. And I'm he pretty should. sure that's reversible, is it not? So, sometimes they are. It depends on the method, but Please your but, fucking sperm. But I mean, like, I mean, I feel like that that feels like a very final solution for somebody when there is a temporary solution, which is use a condom, protect the seed in the condom. You know, Look, and he he used a method of birth control. Hell of, no, of contracept. I'm hell not mad no. about it. You can make me be mad about it. If I'm ready to get mad, I'm not mad. You can make me be mad about it. No, 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 no. If I'm ready to get some dick. And I see a nigga pull out the Louisiana Tabasco and he's like, no, 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 he did it. He didn't do it before he put it in a condom. He did it like he relieved himself into the condom. And then as he went to the condom to, dis you know, to dispose of the condom, he added hot sauce to it, tied it, put it in the waste bin. This chick, because she wanted to try to trap him, then put that inside of herself and was like, oh, now my coochie's a little spicy, a little spicy there. Um, and that is not a fun feeling. I don't know if any of you have inadvertently um, introduced capsaicin to your nether regions. but You uh, sound like you know from personal experience. Oh, no, no. That's not something <laughs> I would do. Hmm. I, I, I've never done that. Um, but anyway... Because of the circumstances and the context, um, moving along, I'm, I'm not mad at the dude. Spicy coochie. What in the Popeye's hell? Uh, <laughs> well, to, Ooh, to take a dirty condom yeah. out of the trash and not see the red sauce. That is hilarious because that means that yeah. the, the seed had a tinge of red and Shawty was still like, hmm. Yeah, let me. This looks fine. These hoes be acting up, but Drake in Louisiana ain't letting them. That's a partnership right there. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, no. And I think that that is all that we have for today. Oh, you want to talk about uh, Maya Angelou on the quarter? Uh, we can. 
let's let's talk about it. So let me just say this. I don't like it. Fiat currency is not where it's at anymore. I think it would have been better served as a crypto coin. <laughs> but um I don't know. It's just very performative to me and I'm I'm over it. It's obviously very performative, right? Here's my problem with it because people really love symbolism, right? They're like, oh, they're putting a black woman on the quarter. This obviously means that black women have come so far in America and that we are so valued by the government and that America loves us, but bitch, no, it don't. That's not what it means. That's not what it means. Because if you look at every time they put the, um, you know, Native Americans, indigenous Americans on the quarters, on the blah, 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 what was the outcome of that for them? Nothing. More of those quarters in some white person's bank? Like, these sort of empty symbolic gestures don't contribute to positive, long-lasting outcomes for us. And I am tired of people pretending that they do. And I am also tired of them giving us everything but what we asked for. Like, because, bitch, I would be fine if y'all put my on a quarter and then only gave it to us niggas. <laughs> Give us niggas a bunch of thems. Pay us. Reparations. We built this shit. We built this city. <laughs> like, y'all, y'all do everything but pay us reparations. Y'all pay everything but, you know protect us give us material resources that we need because we're battling you know being so economically behind due to you this country allowing us to be enslaved for 400 fucking years so like all these empty symbolic gestures they don't mean shit to me they don't they don't mean a motherfucking thing cut the check yes cut the fucking check y'all got it i watch y'all give these fucking tax breaks to billionaires every fucking year so i know y'all got it and if you don't, just print out more fake money like y'all did throughout the pandemic. You can do y'all it. Y'all got it. Pay us. Y'all owe us. And we deserve it. Like, I, so all of these, you know, gestures, like, putting a black face um, in, in some position, like, a lot of the time, that also does not result to material change. What has Kamala done? I'm sorry, Kamala. What 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 has she done for us? Be there? Is that enough for you? Because it ain't enough for me. So like I I'm over it. And you know, once upon a time, I might have been excited about something like this. But now, you know, knowing everything that I know, learning everything that I've learned, I'm like, bitch, this don't mean shit. This is a band aid. This is you know spray painting a turd gold. So fuck it. Fuck them. I'm not impressed. It does not move me. So <laughs> well, that was all that we had for today. Leaving a little bit on a spicy note. Uh, <laughs> this, this spicy seems to be the theme of, of this show. <laughs> I, I'm still not mad at Drake. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to close out. Uh, I am Kiki. And I'm Cass. Do you want to share any handles or something for you personally or whatever it is? Um, no. I, I, so when we first started this page, we would do a lot of like personal promotion of our projects. But over time, I stopped doing that yeah. just because it 
brought a bunch of weird ass people to my personal page, especially after we, you know, we've always had the tradition of not mourning people who have been accused of sexual assault. And so when we did that for Kobe, people got real different and I was getting like weird hate messages in my personal profile and stuff. And it's not particularly that I care about that. It's just my personal space is for my friends and my family and like people that I know I love and blah, 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 blah. And so it always seems like kind of sort of an intrusion when somebody brings up at any wrist mess to my personal page. Yeah. Um, and it makes me very stabby in a way that it's unhealthy because it's unhealthy to walk around wanting to stab people all day. Um, yeah, so I, I stopped giving out my personals. Y'all can follow you, y'all can follow up at any Negress podcast, okay. <laughs> And we will be there. <laughs> All right. Enough said. Thank you all for tuning in to Up in the Negros podcast. Our return. We hope to continuously do these podcasts. What you thinking? Like twice a month? <laughs> we are we are not going to promise any specific time frame because the last time we did that, a pandemic happened. And then we did not do a podcast for two years. That's so true. True. we will be around. And we will try our best, sis. How about that? <laughs> All right. I like that. Thank y'all for tuning in again. Oh, we love you too, Kira.